It's like almost uh, just a little bit after 10 a.m. And um, the birds that are audible around here, Shelly was recently disparaging them. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> we have a lot of house sparrows around here. Magpies, crows. It's lovely. It's really nice to pick them up on a stereo microphone. A little in-joke, a little in-joke for you there. <laughs> From coast to coast to coast, you're listening to Terra Informa. Welcome back to Terra Informa. I'm Hannah Cunningham, and if I were a bird, I'd be a mossy-backed tiger parrot, and I'll be your host for the next half hour of environmental news. This week, we wanted to take your ears on a listening journey through a day in the life of your local birds. While learning to identify a bird from sight is an exciting skill, it can be hard to see our feathered friends when the trees are in full leaf out, or if you're dealing with a species that likes to stay hidden. However, what you can count on from first thing in the morning until late in the evening is hearing sweet, sweet bird songs. If you're an early riser, you'll hear plenty of conversation at 5 a.m. and some very different talk by 5 p.m. Stay tuned because in this episode, you'll hear bird songs from across Alberta and British Columbia, listen as they change throughout the day, learn how to identify some common birds by their song, and some unique facts about each species. And if you want to find your own bird name, check out our website for a generator from the Moore Laboratory of Zoology. But first, here's what's going on in Edmonton this week. If you're in the Edmonton area this coming weekend, check out Sustainable, Edmonton's renewable energy-powered carnival that promotes sustainable living. Located in the northwest corner of the Kingsway Mall parking lot, Sustainable features midway rides, games, and educational activities. This is an ungated event, so it is free to attend and take in exhibits, but tickets must be purchased for the midway rides. A ride-all-day ticket can be purchased online in advance for $30, or passes and individual tickets can be purchased at the event for a slightly higher fee. The midway and exhibitions are child and family friendly, but also feature larger rides for adults. Sustainable opens Thursday, June 6th at noon and runs until Sunday, June 9th. Find out more and order tickets through the event website, sustainable.ca. That's it for what's happening this week. Time for this week's story. Yes, so in Wainwright, in the tall prairie grasslands, listening to a sharp-tailed grouse do a little bit of lecking.
Yeah, it was a nice mix. You know, you could hear the the uh, the occasional sort of low hoot that they make with these vocal sacks, and and then a lot of clucking that they do all year, not just when they're displaying, sort of you know that kind of thing. And then and then the 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 foot stomping, you know, that's the cool part. That yeah. you know, that's when they're really keyed up and doing their thing. So it was nice. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So now we're gonna journey into Dinosaur Provincial Park. One of my favorite places. Yes, we're lucky enough to have two Terra Informers working as parks interpreters there. Oh, yeah, good, good. So they were able to record uh, some sounds. For those of you that don't know, Dino Provincial Park is in southern Alberta, close to Brooks, or Patricia, if you know where that is. Oh, Patricia. What a great place. Good, good little spot, Stop good place to visit. Patricia Hotel, have yourself a nice dinner. It's beautiful there. It's, yes. the, it's the best cowboy bar in all of Alberta, <laughs> <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't been to all of them. <laughs> Not a cowboy bar connoisseur. No, but you know, I know a good one when I see one, and Patricia is the best. <laughs> oh, yes. I feel like we're down by the river. Oh, yes. Or maybe maybe near the Sandhill Creek as it flows through the park. I'm hearing house wrens. I'm just trying to distract you from the one that I don't know. <laughs> the, the nice warbly song is, is House Friends. It's a house friend, okay. And we do not have house friends in Edmonton, do we? Well, yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. Yeah, okay. we do have. We, they, at Dinosaur, they have rock wrens in the Badlands that we don't have in Edmonton. But, uh, but we have house friends as well. Okay, cool. So that's when. An Edmonton viewer could potentially hear. Oh, sure. Yeah, very, very, I don't know. You know, people describe it as bubbly or warbly. Uh, you know, it's hard to know what these words actually mean. But many notes that are not all the same. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, some birds have many notes that are all the same, like a trill. But this is not a trill. It's, it's kind of a up and down. It's almost conversational. Yeah. Of course, I'm talking all over it here, so you can't hear it. That was it, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, clay-colored sparrow. Yes. Are we still at Dinosaur? I feel like we've moved, maybe, or maybe not. No, we're still at Dino. Oh, very good. Yep. Okay, we're hearing a robin just doing that beautiful cheery-up, cheerio thing. And the buzzy clay-colored sparrow. And some starlings. The sort of squealy sounds or squealy grunty sounds are starlings. (laughs) 
Canada geese way in the background. Oh, and the, and the, uh, oh, now there's something weird going. It was a yellow warbler. There, that, that beautiful, clear, sweet, 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 shredded wheat. That sort of thing. That, that's a yellow warbler. Okay. Bright yellow, beautiful bird. Okay, so now we are moving up north of Edmonton. Oh, we're all over the place here. Yes, uh, these are the recordings that I did. Mm -hmm. So I was doing fieldwork near Janvier, Alberta, mm -hmm. in a pine forest, lots of lichen understory. Um, and yeah, you can hear me coring some trees in it as well. Oh, that's going to be good. Because <laughs> that's what I was doing for work. So it's a bit so of a mix. Just, just set the recorder going while you, while you drill into the tree. Yeah. 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 So, um, and this one was at about 9 a.m. There was a distant ruby-crowned kinglet and something else. What was that one that just, oh boy, they're, they're a little bit far away. I know, just out of reach. Oh, there's some nice little trill there, maybe a chipping sparrow or a junco. You hear that guy off in the distance? Yeah. <laughs> Who is that? That's not a kinglet. That's not doing a perfect kinglet thing. Yeah, there were a lot of those. Hmm. Out there. Who is it? It's a warbler. It's a warbler. You know. <laughs> Taunting me. Oh, I'm so. I'm trying to I'm recall. Failing you. Trying I'm sorry. to recall all my bird sounds. When when I'm in, the, <laughs> I don't know about you. When I'm in the field, I I have on my phone. I have an app with bird sounds. Oh. iBird Pro makes you a pro, right? When when I'm at my at my desk, I like the uh, either the Cornell University bird sounds or Zeno Canto, spelled with an X. Oh. I think that means strange song. And there are lots and lots of recordings of bird sounds there. Which D? Which D? That sounds like a, a, a yellow throat. Were you near water there? Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, probably a, a common yellow throat. Ooh. Yeah, which is a beautiful little warbler, you know, a black eye mask, yellow uh, throat, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're usually in, I thought, man, that's not a pine forest bird, but if you're near water, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, we were like, there was the river and then a little of transition area and then we were working mm. in the pine yeah yeah nice nice i'm not hearing any mosquitoes it must have been oh there's a very buzzy chickadee sound yes. do you think that was a boreal chickadee or mm, you, i you, think were, you it were was. busy working you didn't know <laughs> <laughs> i think it was a boreal chickadee yeah because uh, i think we heard like a few of them yeah, and you get north of here, and there's lots and lots of boreal chickadees, the brownish chickadee, as opposed to the nice, you know, black-capped. I mean, they're both nice. Don't get me wrong. What's that? Nice. I don't know. There's so many trilling birds. 
Yeah, so many trailing birds. Chipping sparrows, juncos, there are warblers that trail like the orange crown warbler, there are sparrows that trail like the swamp sparrow. So do you have any tips for new birders? Like what's the best way to kind of go out and get good soundscapes? Well, I, I, I think, um, sure, I've got, I've got no end of tips. I think that good sound recorders are reasonably inexpensive now. So if you want to learn by recording your own sounds and then, you know, listening to them later... I just go to a music shop and buy one of the, you know, like inexpensive sound recorders, nice nice stereo um, uh, microphones and so on. And I don't know, to, to me it really helps to see the bird and record its sound at the same time. So I like doing video recording too. Oh. But I, I, I realize that all of these things come with a bit of a budget. Uh, it it's it's to me it's a, it's a it's a very pleasant process learning to to uh just to focus on sound to 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 let go of having to see everything and focus on the sounds instead i i guess my main advice is just be patient and you know immer- it's a, it's it's a pleasant process of immersion and, and realize too that most bird sound, more, most bird song, I should say, because we distinguish, you know, the songs that birds have for for territory and so on, uh, from the calls that they make, you know, all year just to sort of keep in touch. Like I'm over here, where are you? Jip 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 jip, that kind of thing. Uh, most bird song happens in May and June. So for 10 months of the year, you don't hear very much <laughs> and you forget it. And then, you know, then, and you find yourself in, in, on May 31st, as we are today, thinking, oh, man, what's that bird? <laughs> <laughs> it's on the tip of your tongue, but you yeah. just can't So it's kind of remember. fun that way, too. You know, you get to learn the same stuff every year. <laughs> it's more about listening to the, to the quality of the bird song. You know, it's, it's like you recognize your friends by not by what they say but by how they say it you recognize the quality of their voices right or your you know members of your family and that just you can't force that you just have to let it happen naturally because we're actually pretty good at that we're actually pretty good at recognizing the the quality of different voices yes so now we are moving to yeah so turn island it's a little island um, off the coast of BC. Mm-hmm. Southern um, coast? Yeah, it's like in between Vancouver and Victoria. We start at 11.30 a.m. and we're in winter cover and then we go to Gallon Point for noon. Gallon Point is from Pender Island. Then we go back onto Saturna Island and go to Brown Ridge for 12.30 and then we're going to move to East Point on Saturna Island. 4, 6 p.m. I hear a float plane and a song sparrow.
Yeah, it's interesting to me um, how kind of similar this sounds are between it, like landlocked Alberta oh, sure. and the island, yeah. but they are yeah. all slightly different. Cause they're, like, well, different and apparent, apparently there are certain sorts of bird sounds that penetrate forest vegetation very well. So, so foresty birds, you know, in different parts of the world all sound kind of the same and grassland birds all sound kind of the same too. A gull. Sound, yeah, it sounded like kind of a gull, yeah. Oh, a nice little trill there. What is that? Yeah. Hip, hip, hooray, boys. Anything that sounds like hip, hip, hooray, boys, I assume it's a song sparrow unless it's something else. <laughs> It's a good rule of thumb. <laughs> oh, and there's a kingfisher. That that chattering is a kingfisher coming oh. by. Yeah, looking for some fish to plunge down and grab. Is that a song sparrow? I don't know. It's it sounds sparrowy though. I think that's you know that's. Oh, that was nice and close. Let's call it a song. They're they're kind of weird out on the coast. Eh? They're different <laughs> different than the songs. There are many different uh, songs around the continent. So a West Coast songs where it's not going to sound like an Alberta songs. Bro, it's a different mm. dialect, so to speak. Like a bird accent. Hip hip hooray, boys! Springs here. <laughs> yeah, bird accent exactly. Bird accent. This is moving to Brown Ridge mm. on Saturna. Oh yeah, nice, nice clear trill. I'd guess that's jungle. We're into the uh, 6 p.m. East Point recording. Oh, yeah. So, who are these little? Oyster catchers now, is that? Yes. Is that what we're listening to? Uh, Wild. These must be them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pardon me. The oyster catchers are such weird looking birds. Oh, really? Such, you know, strange, like, uh, one, one friend of mine calls them, it's, it's like a crow smoking a carrot. So oh. it's, an, it's an all black bird with a bright orange, a long bright orange bill. Crazy looking things. Interesting. Um, that's kind of the but they're so they're so startlingly weird to, to look at that you I, I never really stopped to think what they sound like. Yeah. You know, it's like ducks. There's only a couple of different kinds of ducks that actually go quack, you know, mallards and so on, and the rest yeah. of the ducks make other sounds. But it's just so easy to figure out what they are because you can you can see them most of the time. Yeah, nobody you know just the sits there listening for ducks <laughs> but we should <laughs> start a movement yeah yeah um, duck listeners so what is i guess the best time if you want to if you want to hear some birds what time should you go out well um you 
the news is not good. First thing, first light, you know, right, right as soon as the sun comes up, because all you know, the birds that are singing are are the male birds, and they're reestablishing territories, right? Okay. So they have to reestablish the territory every day. Uh, so they're most vocal first thing in the morning. If you don't want to do that, if you don't want to get up that early, wait until the end of a thunderstorm because they have to reestablish then too. It can be very nice and singy, right, at the at the end of the th- uh, thunderstorm. But they also, you know, most birds will sing at least through the early part of the morning. Uh, you know, afternoon is relatively quiet. Um, some birds sing again. Some birds just sing all day no matter what. You know, later in the in the summer, we'll get uh, the last birds uh, sing all you know through August are are going to be the the white throated sparrows with a that, yeah, it's, you know again not the best whistling and and then the uh, the red eyed vireos. With little pauses in between the Robin-y phrases, and they just—I uh, don't know why—they just keep going, but they do. <laughs> they don't stop. They don't stop singing. Everything else kind of, you know, runs out of energy in July somewhere. Okay, good to know. So everybody's got to got to get out right away. Now's We're the time. The Now's end. the time. <laughs> We're already at the end of May. It'll be June by the time this. But at least comes all, out. at least you know, the the, the songbirds are all are all back. You know, the migration yes. has, for, for almost all species, the migration is, is done. So they'll be setting up on their territories now. And okay. June is, yeah, this is very timely to be talking about this at the end of May. Uh, do you have a favorite bird or bird song? Maybe they're not the same. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think everyone, I don't, I, you know, I'm not going to try to be fancy. I love the white-throated sparrow. It's just so pretty, yeah. and it has, you know, it's, and 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 the, and the song of a of a red-winged blackbird has so many wonderful associations. You know that okali, you know, in the in the cattail marshes and so on. The uh, the winter wren that goes on and on and on and on and on and every the little tiny bird and because they have circular breathing so to speak you know their lungs don't work like ours it's not in and out they they have air sacs and it's complicated and so they can just sing forever before they stop it's just so wonderful to hear uh, in terms of weirdest bird sounds how about the 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 bittern. Oh. This type of heron that you know, at, 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 especially in the evening, it it makes uh, the water drop. Yeah, it's kind of a <laughs> and that was actually pretty good. I'm I'm better at that than I am at whistling. <laughs> and they're just they're just weird. Or nighthawks that that dive. Uh, and force air through their feathers and make this kind of sound with their with their diving. I was kind of hoping that there might be some yeah. of the dinosaur part, but I think you know they might not be back at dinosaur quite yet. You know they're they're pretty late migrants because they feed on uh, flying insects in the evening, mm-hmm. and you have to wait till the insect numbers are are up before it's worth coming here. 
Yeah, I really like the Wilson Snipe. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, another example of of, of uh, sounds produced uh, by by air through the feathers. Yeah, diving down. And right. Yeah. Baby great horned owls. That's another crazy sound. Oh. Yeah. So they they'll be leaving the nest right about now. They they can't quite fly, uh, but they will be able to fly soon, like you know, days. But they make this crazy sound that's just kind of a <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's quite loud. That was that was <laughs> that was a terrible imitation. It's just so puzzling. Because you expect an owl to go, you know, hoo hoo. Yeah. But no no, they're they're making this wild, crazy Yeah. It's great. Lastly, one of the other Terra informers wanted to know what is like your favorite scientific name for a bird and why. Oh, <laughs> good question. Well, a little challenging. How, how a about creative. you know? Speaking of sounds, I mean, you know, you want you want names that are that are that are euphonic that that roll off the tongue pleasantly, and don't you like Agelius phoenicaeus? Isn't that nice? That's the red-winged blackbird, and it has all sorts of vowels, and I, I couldn't spell it uh, from memory here, but Agelius phoenicaeus. That's a nice sounding bird name. Uh, I don't know. There are other bird names that are not the, like the Thresky or Nithidae. That's not a very nice name. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bubo, Bubo Virginianus, that's a nice name for the great horned owl. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bubo just, you know, presumably had something to do with the sound that owls make. It sounds good. Bubo, Bubo. Okay, well, it is almost noon so i will let you go well it's been a pleasure yes thank you so and much I, for for coming in strangely enough in this in this uh, blacked out uh, <laughs> sound muffled room i i kind of feel like i've just spent some time outdoors so thank you <laughs> <laughs> that was charlotte thomason who if she were a bird would be a henna hooded brush runner talking to resident nature nut dr john acorn about local bird songs and birding stories that's all the time we have for this week. Terra Informa is a production of CGSR 88.5 FM, located in Edmonton, Alberta, on Treaty 6, the historic and present territory of Cree, Métis, Blackfoot, Dene, and many other First Peoples who continue to live and gather here, and who continue to influence the stories we make and our understanding of the land around us. If you have any questions or comments, send us an email to terra at cgsr.com or tweet at Terra Informa. To catch up on the latest environmental news, visit our website, terrainforma.ca. Thank you to our volunteers who contributed to this week's episode. Elizabeth Dowdell, the lemon-spectacled light puffer. Sophia Osborne, the tawny-rumped brush runner. Amanda Rooney, the pale-shouldered tiger parrot. Carter Gorzitsa, the black-goggled purple tuft. Chris Chengyan Phillips, the mossy-backed wood nymph. And Shelley Jodouin, the ratchet-tailed brush runner. I've been your host, Hannah Cunningham. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you'll catch us next week on Terra Informa. What was the one we identified down in Calgary? It was a white-throated sparrow. Yeah, my grandma, she collected a little clip of it. Um, on her phone, and we spent like all day going through birdsong apps trying to identify which bird it was. I think it was <laughs>
learning tips, tips and tricks <laughs> yeah. with Johnny. Yeah, we're way off the track here. <laughs>